0: welcome back to the content swap podcast you are joined by parker and Aaliyah, and this time you may notice if you are watching on video we are sitting outside
1: getting some fresh air some vitamin d yep we've been trapping ourselves in the house
0: we have been trapping ourselves in the house a little bit except yesterday we were we were out for a while and yeah came back and trapped ourselves in the house for, <laughs> for the rest for of the, the night time <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, but it's a nice day. It's not too hot, not too cold.
0: Yeah, we're out on the back patio. We've got a nice, lovely view. Some birds are chirping, just living their lives. Yep. Just Fun. completely separate from us, but adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It is nice. I'm just, I feel relaxed. Yeah. Just right now. Yeah. Ooh, am I going to be able to do this podcast?
1: You'll make it through, you'll survive.
0: Yeah. Well, do you want to summarize for the good people what the Content Swap podcast is? Sure. What we do here?
1: If you're new to Content Swap, what we do is Parker and I choose something for each other at the end of every episode to engage with, whether that be a movie, book, TV show, video game, whatever. Um, And then the next episode, we talk about those things, so... That's what it is.
0: That's what we're here to do. We have never recorded outside before, so apologies if the audio is all jacked up on this episode. (laughs) I don't, like... We're holding the microphones in our hands for the first time, which so far seems fun and relaxing because we can sit back, but we'll yeah. s- we'll see how it plays out.
1: I feel like I have a death grip on mine, though. I feel like yours looks more relaxed. Oh, Do yeah, I look I'm like, like I'm death gripping?
0: You, d- you definitely look like you're death gripping. <laughs> <me>? <laughs> I'm trying to keep it still. I don't know. I'm afraid. Uh, I think you're fine. Okay. I, my only worry is that because... We have the gain on our uh, audio interface pretty much always set super high. And that's because, you know, sometimes we're over here and sometimes we're right here. and We can always just catch our our audio. Um, I'm, like, worried I'm going to be talking close to the microphone like this. I'm looking at the audio levels and it's... (laughs) Does this suck right now, well, uh, dear listener? This,
1: you know, because like I will listen to our podcast in the car. Yeah. And I have to turn up my volume That's so true. high. That's true. Yeah. I noticed that too. Yeah. So honestly, this might make it better. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I
0: know. We just don't want it to sound muffled. That's that would be the one thing. Um, yeah. Like. Well, isn't that the point? Like, we don't want that, you know?
1: Oh, uh, isn't that the point of these
0: squishy things that are on our Well, headphones? yeah, that is the point of the squishy things. But, you know.
1: You better be doing The phone job. things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, um any any fun updates since the last episode that you would like to get into before we start uh, talking about our pieces of content?
1: No, I kind of dropped everything because my internship started <laughs> and yeah. um it's early mornings. <laughs> I'm up very early. I get home and when I get home, I'm like passed out already. I eat dinner and I go to sleep. So been putting a pause on playing games on reading which kind of sucks because i was like really enjoying the things i was engaging with but you know once i get used to my schedule i can pick those things back up
0: yeah and it's memorial day weekend Ooh, somebody (laughs) is so
1: loud somebody is
0: zooming we got a rocket ship uh flying past us right now why was
1: that so loud
0: anyway people love their fast loud motorcycles yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, well, it's Memorial Day weekend, so yeah, we'll will, we will have we a little have bit of a chance off. to chill tomorrow. For and... sure.
1: I want to finish this book that I started and haven't picked up since I started it. Yeah. Because um, there's so many other books that I want to read. <laughs> so. Yeah. Excuse
0: you me. getting behind on books? I know.
1: What is going on? I know. It's stressing <laughs> me out, actually, because... I, on Goodreads, you know how you set your, like, challenge for how many books you want to read? Oh, yeah. And mine's like, you're one book behind. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Once you start that trend, next thing I know, I'm 10 books behind.
0: Yeah. Now, you having that stress of keeping up with books is... Your now video getting, game stress. Yes. That's exactly... Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you just read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still working, so... I will say this past week was a lot work-wise, so I haven't had like a huge chance to play more Zelda. So yeah. no real updates on that. Still enjoying that game. Um, yeah, I beat the uh, I beat the first temple. If, uh, if the listener has been playing Zelda too, uh, yeah, I beat the first temple. I'm on the second temple. Once I got to the second temple mm-hmm. of like four or five temples, I decided like, oh, I'm doing too much. Mm-hmm. I need to do less main stuff and do more just unintentional stuff Mm, yeah got you so I'm doing a bit of that and I'm I'm finishing up some kind of just poking around in that general area and then I'm gonna go to that second temple and hopefully get that done by the end of the weekend nice yeah that's that's pretty much all I got awesome we finished a season of Survivor yes we picked that
1: back up which has been fun yeah um we always do so we always do this like challenge where we before the season before we start the season we both pick people for our own teams Mm -hmm. and then whoever wins like whichever person
0: has the winner has the winner on
1: their team like they get a day of doing whatever they want Mm -hmm. so i won this last season because i had boston rob yeah on my team and he won finally
0: spoilers for i mean these are so old yeah (laughs) if i was me not me listening if i was me like a year ago listening to this now on a podcast and they suddenly spoiled that boston rob won a season i would have been like what i didn't know (laughs) that's
1: that's too bad so sad
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Those seasons are so old
0: i know Um, i mean they are
1: yeah but, so we get a day of whatever I want to do.
0: Yeah, which is funny because yesterday was a day that we spent doing whatever you wanted to do. That was separate. And then at the end of the night, you won <laughs> a day of whatever you want to do. So, good for you, huh?
1: <laughs> yesterday was date day. Yeah. That's different from survivor winning day.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was season 22, Redemption Island, that we watched. Yeah. Good time. It was. Yeah. It's It's quite a
1: wild season.
0: Yeah, it's nice to be watching Survivor again, and that's, like, not even a very highly rated season, I think. Mm. Like, people don't rank that season very high in the pantheon of 43 Survivor seasons. I mean, that
1: makes sense. In terms of the actual game, it's kind of like a wipeout.
0: It was a total wipeout. So it's not, like, it's
1: not super exciting in that sense. It's just exciting in, like... The people's interactions with one yeah, another. Yeah, the
0: interactions were really good. The social aspect, yeah. if you will. Well, I mean, they weren't even really playing the social game. It was just like <laughs> the, their social lives.
1: The lack of social game. The, the lack is of social game and part. just
0: like being in each other's presence. That's really what was going on. <laughs>
1: just annoying each other. Yeah. But yeah. That,
0: that was still entertaining. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely sure. would not rank high as far as like people playing the game. Yeah. Because it was really just one person playing the game.
1: Yeah. And he did it flawlessly,
0: yeah. which is why he won. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, you want to go ahead and get into this week's assignments? Let's do it. All right. I believe I am first. Mm-hmm. So uh, this may come as a surprise to some people, but I was assigned How to Train Your Dragon. I had why is that be- surprising? Because I'd never seen it. And Oh, yeah.
1: That is surprising. Yeah. It's like a fantastic movie.
0: Yeah. It came out like 13 years ago yeah. and i've never seen it crazy Two sequels
1: and you call like yourself two a movie man three
0: spin-off shows like the shows are cute too it's even got like ovas what is that uh like you, like a, um like an anime has an ova which is like a 30 minute kind of like offshoot like it's not oh. it's not an episode but it's kind of like an episode's length but it's not
1: a filler episode
0: it's not a filler episode like you don't have to watch it like there's an ova for attack on titan right. that covers what levi was doing before the show started uh, that we've never watched
1: like, oh my gosh why haven't we watched that you know i love levi okay
0: well yeah our friend you're has been gatekeeping to watch. levi I, no i haven't seen it i haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so like yeah like how to train your dragon i found has like its own ovas as in like a like a Christmas special. Mm,
1: I didn't kind of know it thing. was based on books. Did you know that?
0: I did not know it was based it on books. It is based
1: on these children's books called oh, How to well. Train Your Dragon.
0: Yeah. So if you're not familiar with How to Train Your Dragon, which would be a surprise given the major merchandising opportunities that were at play for the last 13 years, <laughs> uh, it is a movie that DreamWorks released in 2010. Um, I did not take any notice while we watched the movie. I just kind of wanted to sit and enjoy the movie. Uh, but I did end up writing notes and this morning I was like, oh, I gotta write my high level summary, which is you know, a quick two minute summary of the whole movie. I ended up spending an hour summarizing the whole thing from just my head. And I'm probably just gonna end up reading through that. Hopefully it doesn't take too long, but you're giving <laughs> like me, looking at your you you like... a very intense face.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: I'm just, I'm just gonna sit here and read. Okay. I want to read it because I did put some thoughts into just
1: just a note. The comedic timing. I had a really hard time summarizing your movie. Oh, I bet. So, try your best to make it brief because I don't know how brief I can
0: make yours. Okay. I mean, I could go, <laughs> I could go off the cuff trying to make something like brief right now.
1: I mean, go for it. I mean, whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm just. Uh, is that it that yeah, is it's not long. brief. Oh my god. No. It's you are not long. reading this you were like, not reading that. It's
0: like a whole story time. <laughs>
1: that is literally pages.
0: Okay, okay. Please okay, okay. make that brief. <laughs> each of these is like there's paragraphs in here and each of them is like a main idea. So maybe I can maybe I can do some scanning. Anyway, The movie takes place in a fictional Viking land called Berk, which is constantly under danger of dragon attacks. And there's all kinds of different dragons that attack them, but there's none that are as bad as something called the Night Fury. And one of these Vikings that lives in this village, his name is Hiccup, and he is the chief's son. And he is going to be our main character, and he also apprentices as a blacksmith and one night during an attack he wants to prove himself to everyone so he uses this net that he made due to his blacksmithing training uh and he wants to take out one of the dragons and everybody doesn't have any faith in him because they're like you know he's small he's weak he doesn't have what he doesn't have it in him to kill a dragon so he Ends up actually shooting the Night Fury. And he tells everybody, hey guys, I got the Night Fury. Nobody believes him though. And then he goes looking for it later. He finds it tangled up. He's like, well, I got to kill it. And he realizes that it's just as scared as he is. And he's like, oh man, I don't have it in me to kill this thing. So he ends up not killing it. And then he notices that it's struggling to fly away. And that it's got a little wing flap on its tail that is missing it's like left wing flap on its tail is missing but it's got a right wing flap on its tail and because of that it's really struggling to fly it can't get out of this gorge that it's stuck in so that night he's like all right i gotta go tell my dad i don't want to kill dragons i don't have it in me to kill dragons i <laughs> ah, just don't make me do it and he's gonna go tell his dad that and then his dad is like Hey, son, I'm signing you up for dragon training. And if you're thinking, oh, sweet, his dad signed him up to train dragons. No, 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 no. He's signing him up for dragon killing training. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Are you enjoying my commentary? Yeah. Um, so for the next significant portion of the movie, Hiccup is devising ways to befriend the dragon, who he names Toothless because he has no teeth, other than when he's eating, his teeth pop out. And all the while he so- is... Cute. It is. It is really cute. Like Toothless is adorable. A, a great character. I'm he's probably my favorite character of. He doesn't even have lines because he's a dragon, but he's probably <laughs> he my has favorite lines
1: character. with his personality. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, he's hitting all of his marks. I was <laughs>
1: <laughs> Phenomenal actor that yes, dragon. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so while he's befriending the dragon on the side and not telling anybody about it, he is attending dragon training and he's applying these. Lessons that he's learning from teaching Toothless, or like just forming a bond with Toothless, he's applying his lessons from that towards his dragon training, and kind of figuring out that like dragons are essentially dogs, um, but with wings, and they can breathe fire, and we don't have to kill them. So, using his blacksmithing training, he creates this wing flap system for Toothless that actually requires. Hiccup himself to be sitting on the back of Toothless to keep that flap open, which he does successfully and they do some flying and that's like a whole fun thing that they do. Well, he's nearing the end of his dragon training and he's doing so well that he's told that he's going to get to participate in the final dragon training ceremony which is killing a dragon. <gasps> uh oh, he doesn't want to do that. He's friends with a dragon. That's like being asked to kill a dog, which, yikes. So, He's invited to go do that. He's having internal conflict over it. Meanwhile, his classmate Astrid, who he totally has the hots for, (laughs) is super jealous because he's improved so much in such a short time. He was like the wimpy guy at the beginning, and now he's like getting dragons to sit and stuff, or just pass out from like touching them. And yeah, she's super jealous, so she follows him, and she ends up finding him and Toothless hanging out. And let's see and he's like look don't tell anybody and she's all freaked out because you know everything that she knows is yeah we gotta kill these dragons they hurt us we hurt them and he convinces her like hey just hop on the back of this dragon that i'm currently riding right now and i'll show you it's not so bad they go for a little fly and she's like all right i'm not gonna lie this is pretty dope and in the process we find out that all of the dragons are actually kind of like connected like a beehive and they, to, Toothless kind of gets summoned back to the dragon's nest. And when they get to the dragon's nest, they find that there's this catastrophically large dragon. And it's scary. It's very scary. And all of the dragons that have been attacking the Vikings are feeding all of the things that they caught to this larger dragon. And so they get on up and out of there and they're like, Oh my gosh what are we gonna do and astrid's like we gotta go tell people and he's like no no no, we can't do that they're gonna kill toothless they're gonna react in a bad way it's a bad idea let's not do it give me a second i'll figure it out well the next day he goes to his final dragon dragon training test which is again killing a dragon the whole village is there his dad is there he's like oh can't wait to see my son kill a dragon that was a terrible Scottish Gerard Butler impression. But um, for a
1: second, I thought it was there, and then I, for, I, I,
0: I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was there for a second. But, um, so, and his, his dad is like monster dragon slayer uh, extraordinaire. You know, like he 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 wrote the book. Literally, there is a book um, on how to kill dragons. He he like basically literally wrote the book on how to kill dragons and he's sitting there watching and hiccups like all right i am not gonna kill this dragon i'm gonna try to reach out to it and he takes like all his armor off and like he puts the weapons away and he's reaching out to the dragon and his dad is like his dad is baffled sideways he cannot believe a single thing that he is seeing right now he's like no stop the duel and He's like, and Hiccup, who's played by Jay Baruchel, if you know his his voice, he's like, "Wait, Dad, no, don't, don't do it." <laughs> and <laughs> and his his dad is like, "I said, stop the duel." And he like smacks down his hammer. Well, the sound of the hammer startles the dragon, and which now- like
1: that's so dumb on his dad's part. Like you do, like why would you? cause an abrupt like sound when your son is inches away from a dragon with no weapon.
0: I was just about to make a comment on that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like hiccup is now running and screaming from the dragon every which way now. Thanks dad. Right. And toothless hears him screaming from like all the way from the gorge, which, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get too nitpicky about that. But maybe they have special just, hearing it's
1: just very long distance away maybe it's like you know like on Twilight when they imprint it's like you just know you know something's up because you've imprinted
0: sure yeah we can we can go with the <laughs> we'll go with the imprint method um so toothless comes to his rescue in like the dragon arena but uh oh now everybody wants to kill toothless because one he's a dragon and that's killing them is what the Vikings do two he's a night fury which is the bad of the bad of the dragons so they're like uh uh-uh. uh hiccup's dad decides to capture toothless cuz hiccup's like wait dad no don't hurt toothless uh, <laughs> and hiccup ends up having a conversation with his dad and is trying to reason with him and he tells him like hey the dragons they're just as scared of us as we are of them and there's an even bigger dragon in the dragon's nest which only a dragon can find and they have to do all the killing for that dragon well his dad hears dragon's nest and is immediately triggered and is like all right well if there's a dragon's nest and there's a way to get to it I'm gonna round up everybody and we're gonna go take over the dang thing which is exactly what he decides to do and hiccups like wait no dad and then he's like you're no son of mine and then he walks off and he takes all of the Vikings on all of their ships and they use Toothless as their guide, and he's like all strapped in on this ship. They go, they find the bigger dragon, they find the uh, or they f- they find the dragon's nest, and they flush out all the dragons. And they're like, yeah, we win because they're a bunch of idiots. And they like the
1: one guy who's like, is that it? Yeah, it's
0: yeah. <laughs> like that's all. Cool. Um, <laughs> then the bigger the bigger dragon shows up, then to f up some s, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he d- that thing is so
1: scary yeah it was a very scary dragon yeah. he,
0: um, he decimates a ton of the Viking ships and probably people thanks dad and while back at home Hiccup and his dragon uh, training friends they are left with nothing to do so Hiccup decides like alright here's what we're gonna do we're gonna round up all of the dragons that we've been captured and using for dragon training we're gonna teach ourselves and these dragons that we can ride on them we're going to do that and we're going to get going and that's what they do and they show up to help save the vikings because they're getting decked by this giga dragon and they do some dragon fighting and stuff's getting destroyed including the ship that toothless is on and he starts to fall into the water and hiccup dives in to save him but he can't do it and all of the kids at home watching their hero and his pet are drowning and they're, they're, everybody's an emotional mess, of course. And then his dad swoops in Picks up Hiccup and then goes back in to release Toothless, and then Hiccup and Toothless are back together again. It's like Ash Ketchum getting his Pikachu back kind of a moment. It's like the power couple has arrived to the fight <laughs> and they do some maneuvers. They get the Giga Dragon to start following them. They come up with some ideas where they get like really high in the air and then they kind of just dive bomb down with the Giga Dragon following them. And the simplest way of describing like what happens next is that the Giga Dragon essentially ends up like kamikazeing into the ground head first which then one kills that dragon but it also kills a, or sorry causes a massive explosion and Hiccup and Toothless are struggling to get away and in the aftermath Hiccup's dad finds Toothless and we are left thinking like oh no like Hiccup has perished there there has been a fatality <laughs> 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 he's donezo oh my God, and so Toothless then opens up his wings and boom Hiccup is alive and the kids in the theater or at home are bawling their eyes out mm-hmm. it's oh my gosh and it fade to black mm-hmm. Hiccup wakes up at home Toothless is there he's all surprised he's like you're not supposed to be in my house and then he looks down his left foot is gone he now has a prosthetic left foot but, he takes it in stride because uh, him and Toothless are now both missing a part of their left sides together. And they're more alike than ever before. And now all of the villages, v- sorry, V words.
1: What is that? Oh, it's a scroll. I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> so, it was a cool... I thought it was like a ferret or something. I was like, what is that? It looks. a um,
0: We were recording a podcast. Right?
1: I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got distracted.
0: Um, you're like the the dog in up. I like, knew you squirrel? were gonna say that. Because
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch the
0: wildlife out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I, it looked different than a typical
0: squirrel. So <laughs> I, I saw that squirrel. It looked it awfully looked squirrelly. Long. Oh, okay. It
1: looked long. It was just the way that it had jumped. Anyway, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you're good. Well, now all of the Vikings of Burke are befriending dragons left and right. Everybody's happy. Then Hiccup gives the whole closing narration about how everything in Burke kind of sucks, but the pets are pretty great. And now every kid at home wants a dragon as a pet. Let the merchandising opportunities begin, baby. Boom.
1: Including myself, who was old when this yeah. movie came out. Well, older. When this movie came out. And to this day, they have a toothless Build-A-Bear and I want it. And like, I'm just waiting for the day where someone grants me permission to go make this toothless Build-A-Bear.
0: Yeah. I mean, I grant you permission to go build this toothless Build-A-Bear.
1: Perfect. Don't tell me that because I will go tonight.
0: Well, maybe not tonight, but (laughs) the mall 30 minutes away has a -a Build-A-Bear. Yes. And I
1: want that toothless so bad. It's so cute.
0: Toothless is by far my favorite character. I
1: think... In animated history, Toothless is probably my favorite animated character.
0: Mm, wow.
1: He's just so cute. He has so much personality. Like
0: When he smiles and he's got oh no my teeth gosh. and his like, tongue is flapping it in the wind. It just
1: warms my heart. Yeah,
0: it's like they nailed it. Yes. That, like, oh Perfection. Yeah, it's great. So, um, yeah, that's the whole movie. Did you enjoy my... My summary?
1: Yes, you did a good job making it brief. Thank even you. Even though you went through majority of the movie. I, I
0: went, yeah, I did go through pretty much the whole movie. But Yeah. yeah. Good job. I, I know. I, I tried with the with the comedy. I was a little nervous. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Um. So, as far as what I thought about the movie, I was kind of thinking about, like, why I hadn't seen the movie. And I think I wasn't interested when it came out. One, because I was 16. Um, yeah. I was just kind of into different things at that time. Mm-hmm and but also like even now as i'm watching it like you can kind of tell that those main side characters that are his friends are just they're like rugrats characters yeah and they're kind of just there because they're all going to get their own type of dragon and they're going to sell a ton of toys yeah just based on that alone yeah like write that in get them some friends with some different dragons Mm -hmm. and then every kid and their friends is going to do the same thing, you know? Yeah. So, they're ultimately like, uninteresting characters, that, yeah, they, they really only serve the function to, like, one, give him some extra firepower, when he goes to attack the big dragon, at the end, because mm-hmm. now he's got like, a legion of five dragons, in mm-hmm. tow. Uh, and two, yeah, sell a ton of merchandise, and, you know, like, I don't, dis- I don't necessarily dislike that, like, if I was making this movie, I would be doing the exact same thing. Um Sorry. But I don't know. Like I just I didn't I didn't find the friend characters very interesting. That's very And I didn't I didn't really like the design like for a movie that's about dragons and has Toothless, which is an amazing character. Yeah. And is honestly like peak dragon character design. Yeah. Like peak. Yeah. Um the uh the rest of them are just like I don't really like the designs of all the other dragons. I like the Giga Dragon's design; that very scary, as you said, really yeah. cool. Um, kind of T-Rexy. Yeah, kind of T-Rexy. dinosaur,
1: like but, a dinosaur.
0: But the um, the two headed dragon that like there's two twin characters. Yeah, they get a two headed dragon hate that design honestly hate those two characters i'm
1: wondering i think what it might be and why you don't like it is i think they were drawn to kind of to be very similar to the book and so with the children's book they're very kind of like cartoony like yeah silly looking dragons yeah Um, and i have more i can give more information about the redesign they did for toothless
0: Okay. Because
1: um, toothless did not look like that in the books. So um,
0: yeah, because there's a fire yeah. dragon type too. Yeah, that has this very specific head shape with like yeah. the teeth. Yeah, underbite.
1: I think yeah. I, really,
0: I just, I just didn't like the shapes.
1: Yeah, they're very they're just very silly looking. Yeah. Um. And so yes, yeah, so I think it, I think it was to kind of keep them close to the books.
0: That makes a lot. of I sense. I could be wrong, but yeah.
1: From like I quickly glance at like the book covers the children's book covers and i feel like they kind of fit that
0: okay i kind of like it a little bit more knowing that but (laughs) at the same time like oh yeah like it does it looks like it's kind of straight out of a children's book yeah yeah um yeah i'm just like not i can see literally like the drawings now that you've mentioned it yeah and i'm like oh fun but in the context of the movie i'm like why does toothless look so awesome and then this fire dragon looks like lame lame yeah <laughs> like i could sit on its head and squash it yeah um and yet, and also like i will say that astrid's dragon that she gets at one point is mm-hmm. kind of like bluish mm-hmm. that, one's, that one's it's mid <laughs> you know those other ones that i mentioned they're bunk
1: what does that mean we are not 15. I'm, I know, I'm going,
0: I'm, I'm hitting the slang I'm right like, now. I'm like, I
1: don't know what those words are. And uh,
0: in, in Toothless's peak.
1: Ew.
0: There's there's a 15-year-old <laughs> cringing at home. Um, listening I'm to
1: cringing. This, yeah. I don't even know what you're saying. Future me
0: listening to this is cringing right now.
1: I don't know what you're saying.
0: Uh, I will say, now that we've watched this, I, I mean, I did really enjoy it. Um, we do have to watch the sequels.
1: Yes, because I haven't seen the one where there's the girl toothless.
0: Yeah, so okay. It turns out that's the third one. Okay. I, I got mixed up. I've seen the second one.
1: I think I've seen this. I've seen the second one too. Okay. I don't think I've seen the third one.
0: Okay. He gets a little older, and then yeah. eventually gets a beard. Uh, probably. Yeah, by the end and of doesn't the he third have like one. an earring.
1: Like he gets a little swag. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I know in the second one he's like a lot older, mm-hmm. and because in this first one he's so young, like he looks like, and it's 2010 animation, which is still like pretty good at yeah. that time, but at the same time, not. Right? yeah he looks like sid from toy Story, um
1: with like justin bieber hair yeah with justin bieber <laughs> hair
0: and i really don't mean any of that in a good way but what, then what, <laughs> i don't think they ever were good i know <laughs> i don't think
1: and, there's anything good to take from that
0: um you're right yeah none of that was good <laughs> uh that was just insult just <laughs> shots fired um <laughs> But I will say, I I did look at the posters for the newer movies, and I looked at his character design. He's a little older, and the animation's better. I'm like, okay, he looks cool. I do think the name Hiccup is lame.
1: Really? I like it.
0: I mean, I get it, but it's like, mm. (laughs) Like, for him to then get cool, like, I'm Hiccup. Hiccup. "Mm, What a weird word. Yeah. And you can't go by hick, and you can't go by (laughs) cup so he's kind of just stuck with that name
1: you know you get used to it you don't even think about it
0: Uh, h man oh my gosh (laughs) um so let's see what else i have on here i did uh i did think it was actually really well written yeah so like all the emotional things that are going on in this movie like i called them out when i was giving my summary but they were called out because this movie is actually nailing how it wants the audience to feel mm-hmm. and it's like it's achieving that perfectly like it knows mm-hmm. you're going to feel this way right now yeah and that's why i'm saying like oh yeah all the kids are feeling this way at home mm-hmm. cuz i'm watching it and i'm feeling that mm-hmm. so it did a really good job with that and yeah. i do like the fact that he and toothless are both by the end of the movie like missing pieces of themselves cuz like individually they're pretty all right. Like they, there's, they can still function, somewhat on their own. Uh, but together, they're unbeatable, and no different than anyone else would be in a dragon riding combo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, that's cute.
1: Yeah, it's cute.
0: Uh, and that's. That's everything I really had written down, but I can talk about whatever else other thoughts you have. In fact,
1: Um, yeah, there's actually a lot of facts about this movie. I only chose a few just for the sake of time. Um, But like I said, this was this movie series was based on a set of books by an author named Cressida Cowell. Um, and so I talked about the redesign it up. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about the redesign for Toothless. So in the books, Toothless I think is a little bit smaller mm-hmm. um and is also green and red. And oh. so Toothless is not black in the in the books. Um but the animators reached out well, they after talking to the author of the books they all agreed that they could do a redesign for toothless
0: okay. um, and they
1: took a lot of inspiration from various things. So in terms of like appearance, they made him black cause they were inspired by one of the designers or animators had on their desktop background, like a black Panther thing. And so that like inspired them to like oh, make toothless black.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Um,
1: the face of toothless is inspired by like salamanders, but also yep. stitch. So the directors um. of these movies actually directed Lilo and Stitch. Oh. They used to work for Disney. Oh. They left Disney and they are the ones who did Kung Fu Panda. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, so they were part of this project, took inspiration from Stitch, which makes sense.
0: Makes a ton of sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then a lot of toothless toothless is like personality, is like, like you said, like dogs, cats, like mm. they made it they made at first they were gonna make toothless more like uh, what is what is it uh, more like wolf like mm. but they decided to go in a more like feline kind of like the way yeah. the
0: toothless moves well, and things like that he's got he's got wolf energy he's got <laughs> he's got sigma dragon energy um, oh my gosh he's kind of like because he's the only night fury he's kind of got that like loner mm. kind of thing
1: yeah um, yeah so another fun fact in the animation so there's a scene where this is when um hiccup and toothless like first bond i guess so hiccup goes to touch toothless Mm -hmm. and toothless kind of hesitates and then hiccup puts his like hand on his head and it's like now they're like now they're bonding now they're like cool with one another is
0: that the imprinting moment yes (laughs)
1: yes <laughs> the imprinting <laughs> moment um but that hesitation that toothless had was actually an animation error but it worked so well and it looked intentional that they kept it because they How were do like,
0: you error that
1: i don't know i'm i don't know if like the movement like it wasn't supposed to have that like, like it glitched yeah i think it was like a glitch and then they were like oh but it works and so they kept it
0: huh. yeah interesting <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know i don't know what an animation error means exactly, so I could be wrong, but it yeah. just said it was an animation error, but they liked it so much and it worked so well that they just kept it in there.
0: All right. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, so due to the popularity of this film, um, many animal shelters reported that so many black cats were adopted and named Toothless
0: oh which is so
1: sweet yeah that is awesome that is
0: sweet i I thought that was gonna go in the wrong direction what do you mean like you know everybody wanted a chihuahua because paris hilton had one but then they ended up putting it in the shelter because nobody could take care of a chihuahua
1: that happened
0: in culturally yes oh my gosh oh my gosh i did not know that yeah lots of chihuahuas were in shelters because because so many yeah because everybody (laughs) wanted a chihuahua like in their in their handbag like because i wanted to be like paris hilton and then they realized that you know chihuahuas didn't have the temperament like dog temperament that they wanted and so a whole bunch of them needed to be adopted
1: i'm shook i did not know that information that's crazy yeah um well no well this is good it just a lot of black okay yeah yeah, yeah like no i'm books. glad i'm glad <laughs>
0: this went the other way that's great <laughs> good to yes. hear
1: yes um also and i want to go back and rewatch this part so and you know dreamworks animation at the very beginning when it's like the dreamworks brand logo yeah Um, it's the kid that's on the moon and he's fishing Mm -hmm. well apparently in this one for the movie um you see a shadow of a night fury flying through the sky um and it's just for like a very brief moment
0: so i feel like when we watched this though you said that the opening credits thing looked new
1: i thought yeah it looked like the newer version of yeah of it but i mean i could be wrong
0: yeah okay we can go back and check yeah i also hadn't seen a dreamworks movie probably since before this movie came out so the only reason I, I wouldn't know
1: yeah the only reason why i thought it felt new is because i remember seeing like seeing a few months ago or something like that they're like oh the new dreamworks thing and i was like oh that's different uh, okay and so i felt like this was the same one but i could be wrong okay. i don't know it felt like it was new yeah um also so in the scene where toothless learns how to smile um, that was <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good scene. Yeah, I like it's that.
1: so cute. Um, that was inspired by one of the animators, infant son, who was learning how to smile. I that was- a lot of the fun facts, it's like a lot of the animators and everything like that, they were pulling from their lives, like their interactions with their kids and things like that. And that they all put it's like they all put their lives into Toothless. Yeah. And it's so sweet.
0: They pulled from the right places. Yeah. Smart.
1: Yeah. Um Hiccup is the first teenage protagonist in any Dreamworks animation film.
0: poe the the panda doesn't he's not.
1: Is he a teenager? I guess not. Is, is he, he a grown man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a man. Is <laughs> a I panda. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Huh, okay. Uh so I think you'll be interested in this one especially in the way that you described some of the action scenes. Yeah. So a lot of the flying scenes with the dragons were inspired by combat and aerobatic aircrafts.
0: I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I yeah. mean, wh- where else are you going to drive inspiration from, honestly?
1: Yeah. It says Toothless performs many recognizable aerobatic maneuvers such as loop, snap rolls, and combinations. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, this is the only non-Best Picture Oscar nominee that year to be nominated for Best Original Score, but The Social Network beat it.
0: Oh, yeah. This I will say, like the, I guess the theme song of this movie. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, the music's pretty really excited good. to listen to that one on my uh, Content Swap Twenty Twenty Three playlist.
1: You should put you should put your playlist on Instagram when it's when it's the end of the year, so people can listen to it. Sure yeah that'd yeah. be cool to share
0: post it with like a end of the year episode so something like that yeah. Really? yeah yeah
1: for sure um last thing so the budget for this was an estimated 165 million um gross. <laughs> 165?
0: 165
1: 165 i know kind of steep um gross u.s and canada it made 217.5 million gross worldwide it made 494 basically 495 million
0: I would have expected it to make a lot more than that. Or at least, oh man, with that budget. I mean, hey. It, it, I mean, they still did good. It spawned the sequels. They got their merchandising money, yeah. which I'm sure gave them way more than the box office did.
1: Universal should have a How to Train a Dragon ride. Do they not? They don't. I
0: don't think they do.
1: They sh- totally should.
0: Yeah. It would be easy. It's per- dragon yeah, it's training. Perfect. Done.
1: Dragon training.
0: <laughs> not dragon killing training. I wanna ride, like,
1: I want to ride Toothless. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Universal. So, What's well,
0: up? It probably does exist, and we just I don't, don't think so. No, yeah, I don't think so. Like, oh, I want the toothless one. I don't oh, think so. I want the two headed. I don't think so. I
1: don't think so. What, <laughs> what is that from? Incredibles. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's Elastigirl. <laughs> Leave the saving to the men. I
0: don't think so. I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, you could have a two headed dragon riding, no, I fire ride dragon, toothless. toothless. I don't care about these other. Well, dragons. all the kids are going to be fighting for toothless
1: uh, everyone can ride toothless. it's like when you
0: get on snow white you're like oh i don't want to be sleepy i want to be grumpy
1: it can be set up like harry like in <laughs> harry potter like harry potter world or whatever it can be set up like that and so everyone's riding toothless
0: and it's canonically doesn't quite make sense it's not selling the magic you'd have toothless at the front think of it like santa's sleigh and toothless <laughs> is at the front he's he's rudolph and then you got all the other dragon types behind him.
1: Well, why can't it be one giant Toothless and we all sit on Toothless?
0: Uh, well, that would it would be too long. Toothless isn't that big. You're not going to convince the kiddos with that.
1: All right. Well, we'll keep brainstorming yeah, and we gotta, send our idea to Universal. Yeah,
0: yeah we got to whiteboard this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I want to ride Toothless. So <laughs> Sounds good. Get on it, Universal. <laughs> anyway, that's all that I have. There's so much more about this movie. I highly recommend checking it out but
0: yeah I mean if you haven't seen it go check it out don't be like 16 year old me thinking he's too cool for school
1: literally you were missing out yeah
0: no this was a great movie I am excited to watch the sequels because I've seen the second one I watched it in like college yeah and I thought it was really good yeah and then the third one came out in I think what 2018 yeah and saw the trailers for it looks yeah from whatever i mean if it's as good as this let's go yeah let's
1: i feel it. like i was never a dreamworks fan obviously i love shrek yeah who doesn't um but Shark other Tale. than other than that like Shark Tale, i didn't think was a good movie i just thought it was funny yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so like i enjoy Shark Tale. but yeah i was never really into dreamworks like that and then how to train your dragon was the first dreamworks like picture that i was like that was a phenomenal film like i loved that.
0: Was there a tie-in video game for this? Probably. Eh, It probably was. Yeah.
1: There's a video game for everything.
0: Not anymore. They don't really do the whole tie-in licensed game thing anymore. Really? Yeah. in In the 2010s they stopped doing that. I mean, games just got too big to make, you know? Mm, that makes sense. Like, it was super easy. You could crank out. Yeah. You're, you're making your Cars movie, and you can crank out the development of the game in, like, eight months. Yeah. Thirteen months. It probably probably longer than that. But, like, yeah. you know, the quality doesn't have to really quite be there. These days, it would be way too expensive, and you can't convince people to play it because there's just so many better options.
1: That makes sense. I heard there was a Ratatouille game. Is that true?
0: That is true. <gasps> you don't cook, though. You play. You, it's a platforming game where you run around as Remy... Like, in Paris? Probably, yeah. But the opening level is, like, in the lady's house in the country.
1: Oh, my gosh. The granny. But, yeah, but Are you, like, p- trying not to get shot? Let like, me just what cl- is Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of.
0: Well, I mean, not no, there's probably, like, I think there's combat to it. I've literally watched, like, the first hour of gameplay for some reason. Okay, um, I'm going to sit
1: down and watch someone play the game because... I would love to it's, play that. It's
0: not supposed to be good, and you don't. Again, you don't cook.
1: Really? I heard it was good. Oh, was it? I don't know. Someone told me it was good. Well,
0: you don't. You don't cook. If you want to do some fun cooking with Remy, you should play Kingdom Hearts Three.
1: Well, no, I don't need to cook. I just want to be Remy. Okay. Yeah. All right. My bad. <laughs> I mean, because in Disney Dreamlight Valley,
0: you can. Oh, cook. you can cook with him. Yeah. 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 Okay. So
1: yeah, well, I don't need the cooking aspect per se, but oh, I just want to well, like run. The? I want to oh. run around Paris.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you might be you might be surprised in what you find when you get there, but go for it. I Yeah, I encourage you to check that out. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. All, all right. right. Is that everything that you wanted to say?
1: That's all I want to say. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I love this movie. Yeah, thanks. It's been a while since I've watched it, so I'm glad we got to sit down and watch it again.
0: Yeah, thanks for the assignment. Uh, hopefully, course. we sit and watch the sequels before the end of the summer.
1: Yes, yes. I want to see the newest one. It Sounds looks good. really cute. Yeah. All right. Let's move on.
0: All right. What did I assign you?
1: Oh, goodness. I should have reread my notes, even though I took them this morning. <laughs> um, so I was assigned a fun little movie called Warriors of Virtue, which I had literally never heard of.
0: Turns out not a lot of people have. I
1: don't. I mean, I believe that. That does not surprise me. Um, this movie was. Absolutely crazy
0: mm-hmm. Like insane It came out in 1997 I want to say
1: Okay This movie makes you feel like you are On drugs Like <laughs> It's insane I agree <laughs> So anyway The overall summary And I my It might be shorter than what you said But okay. I'm going to try my best I'm leaving out a lot of detail We will get to it Yes We will fill in the gaps Sure But here's just the overall summary. So the story follows a kid named Ryan who's feeling a little bit down because he really wants to play football. um, But he has, I don't know if it's like an injured leg or...
0: Every description I read called it a lame leg.
1: Okay. Got you. Anyway, there's something up with his leg that requires him to wear a brace. And it limits his mobility a little bit. Like you see him kind of limping around. Um, And so, because of that, he cannot play football, which he really, really wants to do, and reminds us constantly through the movie, even when it feels very out of place.
0: (laughs) More on that later, because, my goodness.
1: Yes. Um, So, after following one of his bullies and his bully's friends into,
0: like, a sewer... Okay, well, (laughs) hold the phone. He's the water boy for the local football team. Yes. And... The football team is about to lose, and he gives them a pointer for a play. Yes, that makes them win. The quarterback wins, and then his friend gets all up in the quarterback's face because the quarterback takes all the glory. Ryan doesn't get any of it. His friend is like, hey, he called your winning play. And then the bully quarterback guy is like...
1: Come hang out with us. Come
0: hang out with us. But
1: obviously, he's up to no good because he's a bully. Yeah. So anyway... They go into the sewer yeah. <laughs> with the bully.
0: Yeah. And his um, friends.
1: Yes. And and the bully's friends. Um, and Ryan's best friend comes with them. Um, and this bully, basically, there's this, like, long beam that is going across this, like, whirlpool on the ground. Um, and this bully coerces Ryan to walk across this beam. Now, everyone knows, like, Ryan has a little bit of trouble walking because of his leg and so they're like do not do this like even the bullies friends are like don't do it he's just trying to like mess with you yeah like this does not seem like a good idea and yeah. obviously Ryan's like really upset because he's like I I want to be able to do what everyone else can do like I like I hate this i'm just gonna do it
0: yeah and this is a big dangerous whirlpool like yes. if you fall in you're probably just gonna drown it
1: literally looks like a toilet like just like flushing yeah <laughs> consistently yeah like it's very scary um and very powerful and so he walks across this beam and halfway when he's kind of at that middle point um there is like this shoot that like shoots out a bunch of water and it pushes him off the beam into this whirlpool and you're like that kid is dead yeah like he just gets flushed away and everyone's screaming um yeah
0: (laughs) the bully actually is like
1: whoa yeah he just (laughs) killed a man yeah um yeah ridiculous um and so somehow ryan ends
0: i think we i feel like we forgot to clarify the uh the chinese restaurant
1: I mean, is that not, okay? Before before all this happened, Ryan has a friend named Ming who works at this Chinese restaurant.
0: He's the owner of the Chinese. He's
1: restaurant. the owner of the Chinese restaurant, and he's he's like a chef ninja. Like he like <laughs> does all these nin like martial arts moves while he cooks, and he's like super cool. Um, and he he sees that Ryan's like down. his luck a little bit like just like feeling really down he can't play football he's really upset Um, and he like kind of gives him words of wisdom of like you can do great things like don't let this hold you back yada yada and he provides him with this book Mm -hmm. um, that's like this ancient text um, called the Manuscript of Legends and he like tells this story about these warriors who are like um, like embody different elements and, and virtues yeah and like just kind of like gives him this inspiring story and Ryan's just kind of like yeah okay yeah. he like takes the book
0: and it's and it's all rooted in taoism
1: yeah yes so cut forward Ryan fell in this whirlpool and wakes up in this magical land which we learned is the land tao um and as soon as he like wakes up in this land people are after him um (laughs) and
0: it becomes a completely different movie (laughs) yes
1: i was like what are we watching yeah (laughs) because this was not what i was expecting after the first after the first shot of the guy in the kitchen of ming like doing all these cool moves i was like oh this is one of the ninja movies that you love and it like it became Not something really. so different. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, "Wait a second, hold the phone, what?" Um, so anyway, people are after him. There's like these like knight-looking men, like in like knight armor, kind of. Yeah. Um, they come after him, but he gets saved by something. We don't know what this something is really. Mm-hmm. We see a little short snippet of who it might be and i was just like what is that <laughs> <laughs> i'll get on i'll talk about that in just a second uh-huh so something saves ryan um however the henchman had like taken his backpack which had this book in it
0: the manuscript the
1: manuscript um and so ryan runs into a little bit more trouble with this like other guy but this woman comes to his like rescue
0: yeah, she quite literally comes sliding in. Yeah.
1: Um, and her name, we find out, is Alicia. And so Alicia uh, is like, oh, let me take you to Master Chung. And Master Chung is not only the leader of these warriors of virtue who we are about to meet, um, but it seems like he's kind of like the leader of the town. like the Yeah, just the people. Yeah, yeah. He's just like the, the leader of everyone. The
0: people that are not... The villagers. Yeah. 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 Who are not involved with the army. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, and so Ryan meets Master Chung and Master Chung is like, well, let me show you. Excuse me. Sorry. I just burped. Excuse me. <laughs> um, Master Chung is like, I want you to meet the, um, uh, Warriors. the Warriors of Virtue. And so the Warriors of Virtue turns out are a group of five. However, there's only four right now. Kangaroos. <laughs>
0: kangaroo warriors baby
1: (laughs) and when i tell you these are full humans and kangaroo prosthetics yes and it is so distressing
0: they are using animatronics to emote these kangaroos faces
1: it is quite literally the worst thing i've seen visually it's very disturbing to the eye
0: but can you acknowledge that it's pretty impressive it's all done practically
1: I mean what's impressive is they're doing martial arts and all these suits yeah that's impressive however it's like it kind of reminds me of um, which I've never actually seen these but I feel like I've seen clips it reminds me of
0: the old planet of the apes mmm I mean I just think about like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mm. they had to do kind of the same thing yeah
1: yeah it's very weird um, but anyway, so he meets them and. Master Chong is telling Ryan all about who these warriors are. Like, what elements they kind of embody. What they're... They're here to protect people. Like, this is what they do. There's a fifth one. But he left because he killed someone and... Because he killed somebody. (laughs) He killed somebody. And lost himself. And so, they don't know where he's at.
0: Yeah, they, like, made a vow to never kill. Yes. And so, he killed somebody. Yes. And he lost lost part of was. himself yes
1: um and so master chung also tells ryan like oh we need this manuscript of legend uh legends and you have it give it to us and ryan's like i don't have it
0: <laughs> and they're like well who does because the dudes that yes. showed up took it yes. from his backpack yes they also threw a spear directly at ryan and it, yeah. hit his and it did not kill him i was like that yeah. would have killed him no it like straight on it like, yes <laughs> Like, it's actually kind of shocking that it's in a children's movie because he takes a spear fully to yeah, the back. But his is. backpack takes the blow. Yeah. But it's like... It would have gone through that That backpack. child's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, he would have died getting in the whirlpool. Yeah. He would have died so many ways. Um. But anyway, so... So, yeah. So, he's like, I don't have it. The bad guys got it. And they're like, okay. We need to get it back from the bad guys. So, a little bit about the bad guy. We find out that... The main bad guy, his name is Komodo. Um, And to give you a little glimpse as to what he looks like he's kind of like loki if loki were in the volturi in twilight
0: yes (laughs) like that is the best description perfect yeah i mean you could literally edit komodo into like the group of the volturi he'd fit right in yes or (laughs) or like when they're hanging out in asgard in one of the thor movies just just edit him standing next to odin fits right in yes yeah
1: yes um and his acting is quite intense
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah um,
1: Yeah. He, he's a lot He's very theatrical um, But basically We find out that Komodo um, Is kind of ruining The uh, Ruining Tao Because he Tao has this like Vibranium In a sense That they call Zubrium
0: Zubrium That's zubrium. right <laughs> From um, the life springs Yes
1: And Komodo is And his henchmen Are taking all of it And like drinking it To keep themselves young So they're basically Maintaining like immortality, es- essentially, um, but they are kind of tapping out of all the resources, and yeah. so um, Komodo needs this book because he thinks he can get to another world um, using the book, where he can continue to live forever.
0: This um, other world being Earth, Earth, as we know, yeah. It. yeah.
1: And so um, he gets the book. However, he cannot read it, and so he is like, "Okay, I need that kid." to read this for me so that we can accomplish our mission
0: yeah it's some cheesy like you're the chosen one kind of thing like only the chosen one can read from the book
1: exactly ryan
0: jeffers
1: (laughs) exactly so to make this short (laughs) um essentially now you have these henchmen and this bad guy who's after Ryan because they want Ryan to read this manuscript so they can accomplish their mission you also have the warriors um, of virtue who are trying to not only protect Ryan but protect Tao, so they need to get this manuscript back Um, I mentioned there was a fifth warrior at some point Ryan finds him because they need they need him yeah they're like we cannot we're not strong just the four of us. We need our fifth member.
0: Yes, this is a uh, Yun who represents water.
1: Yes, um and so Ryan kind of Ryan finds him, gives him a little pep talk, and he's like, "You're right, I'll come back." <laughs>
0: yeah, he gives him the worst pep talk of all time. I'm not gonna lie, uh, I, he literally is like, "What? You're just gonna run away?" And yeah. like proceeds to then call him a wimp and literally. a wuss. This and kid then, sucks. Yeah, I'm this, not gonna lie. You yeah, know, the ki- this he, kid. Sucks. Yeah, Ryan is. By far the worst character in the movie. Yes, he's the most out of place. I think the kid that plays him, fine. You know, no, <laughs> no shade towards the kid. It's not his fault. Yeah, um, it's the script. It's the script. Yeah. Yes,
1: one hundred percent. Yeah, and
0: then but yeah, he calls him a, a wimp and a wuss, and then Yon is like, "You're right. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> and they just take off.
1: Yeah, um, and it's like, what? Okay, this man killed somebody, and it's like has been gone for who knows how long, and yeah. you calling him a wimp brings him back like sparks that energy back in him like that makes no sense there's yeah yeah i don't know
0: you think there's something afoot but (laughs) nope
1: (laughs) um so yeah so um basically yun comes back to the warriors it's the five of them now um by the end oh also we learn alicia was two-timing them
0: oh yeah alicia was like intentionally trying to get Ryan to like her a little bit. Yes,
1: I think she was trying to basically lure him to back to Komodo to carry it, because she's also drinking the juice that's keeping everyone young.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, um, they are drug-dependent, this whole oh, yes. army of people.
1: Yes. Um, and so, yeah. So, we learn all these things um, and then, by, basically, by the end, it's the warriors up against Komodo. Um, they figure out... With the help of Ryan, he finally was able to read the book and it talks about positive energy or something. Oh, yeah, it's
0: like positive Kung. Yeah. And, and oh, you know, it's all, so all complicated. It's or something, yeah. Something like
1: that. Anyway, Ryan's like, I know how to win. And he's like, put your medallions together. There was no mention of a medallion yeah, in the book. No first place.
0: clarification that they even had medallions.
1: It was so left field. It's like, very
0: Power Rangers like, let's. Let's get our put our Megazord together yeah. kind of moment like put our medallions yeah. together and then they just I don't even I couldn't even tell you what happens
1: I, it literally it's like a glow
0: it's a glow and they yeah, went yeah. yeah yeah they 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 take out Komodo they like purify him i guess because he had Bad. killed somebody he had negative yeah. kung <laughs> and that to to kill is to lose part of yeah, oneself so that technically himself. weakened him and so their no overwhelming sense. positive Kung uh, took him out and like purified him. Yeah.
1: None of it makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, either I mean, way. Yeah. No, they de- it doesn't. They defeat him. He becomes like a good person again. He's kind of like, it's like he starts over. He starts life over. He's like, where am I? Who? Like, what is this? I yeah. need help. Um, And they convince the henchmen like, all right, everyone put your weapons down. Let's live in harmony. Let's mm-hmm. just chill out we're doing too much and the henchmen are like yeah okay that sounds good to us
0: but then like ryan's dying
1: (laughs) (laughs) i forgot like yeah he's like dying but basically gets put back into earth yeah and it like time travels so he like goes back to right before he was gonna go on that beam yeah and he's like but he remembers everything he's like i'm not gonna do this i don't need to do this like let's go let's hang out or whatever
0: and him and his friend chucky are just they walk away yeah and he i guess he
1: learns to like accept himself and like recognizes his own strength
0: yeah he tells chucky like man do i have a lot to tell you yeah and it's like if i was chucky i'd be like bro what are you talking about like, you were c- contemplating crossing this beam, and then you just decided, no, and now you're going to tell me this whole story about you hanging out with some kung fu kangaroos. He's
1: on that Zubrium. Yeah, he's
0: on that Zubrium for sure.
1: Because what? And, um,
0: and like, yeah. the way it ends in the Tao section, like, before he goes back, Yeah, is, like, they're all like, no, Ryan, don't die. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And then he wakes up back at home, and he's like, yo, so Chucky, I've dead? got a wild story to tell. Do they
1: think he's dead? Right. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. So, I don't even know how I feel about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this movie was extremely weird. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. No, for sure. Um, I don't know that I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I think I was just... Co- I was just just baffled i was just at a loss for words the oh whole yeah movie because i was like what am i seeing what is going on why there's plot holes that yeah. don't make sense these things are really creepy like it was just, it was too much <laughs> it was too overwhelming
0: the the making of and the production team behind this movie is like it, it's kind of wild like it kind of yeah. baffles me like you look at the sections that are taking place in Tao The set. Are, the set design is immaculate. Literally. It's like it's fantastic. It is so there's clearly an insanely talented group of people behind everything except maybe the script. Yeah. Um <laughs> Do I like do you want me to get into some of the specifics here? Okay. Go for it. So the movie was made on a fifty six million dollar budget. 36 That seems like a lot. 36 million of it was spent specifically on the shooting of the movie. 20 million of it was spent on the advertising for the movie. So box office Do you want to take a guess at what it made total box office? No knowing, I took knowing a sneak $56 million. Dollars. Oh, you took a sneak peek? Well,
1: when I was pulling up your notes, I saw it. Wasn't it like 6 million?
0: 6.5 million. Total. Super, this was in theaters. That, like, was, that alone was, is shocking. This was in theaters. That's crazy. Uh, so they, they filmed all of the Tao sections on 13 sets built on six different sound stages in Beijing. So the movie was a co-production between U.S., China, Hong Kong, and Canada. And multiple crew members who were working on this movie did not speak the same language. So... There was a bit of. They had a bit of a tough time, kind of getting over the language barrier, but ultimately, it didn't seem like that that was too much a hindrance to the making of the movie. Um, the director of the movie, the choreographer of the movie, and the cinematographer of the movie, all three of them, uh, are like famous Chinese action direct like uh, directors, cinematographer, choreographer. Like they're all really well known, mm-hmm. and the set designer was like an oscar-winning set designer so that makes sense and the guy behind all of the puppets with the animatronic kangaroos yeah and the special effects all of that was done by this guy tony gardner mm-hmm. and he i i looked him up turns out he is uh best known or well, he's best known for a lot of different things, but one thing in particular on his Wikipedia page was that he was the guy that designed the helmets for Daft Punk, which was the topic of our last episode. Oh my God! He was actually in the documentary, and that he did we watched. what on this movie? He did all of he did the uh, animatronic kangaroo heads. Yeah. Yeah, you're like your wow. your mouth is a gape right now. Yes. Yeah.
1: So you know I love those Daft Punk helmets. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> like. Yeah, the same guy that made those Daft Punk helmets you he love made wild. these kangaroo heads oh, now I feel that dead. you despise.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I have to ask. Yeah. Because we saw that this was funded by like... Oh, no,
0: no, no. That's the next thing I'm going to okay. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, how how do they get these connections? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: so all of these people are clearly incredibly talented. All the people making the movie are incredibly talented. Right. But the guys that produced the movie are four Chinese American brothers, known as the Law Brothers, who all worked as surgeons and had no prior filmmaking experience. So, according to Wikipedia, their father was a successful toy manufacturer in China, and he actually contributed to most of the $36 million shooting budget. And the remaining $20 million was done by MGM that they spent on marketing. So they had never produced a movie they and they're the ones that came up with this whole idea so like can uh, just just imagine four brothers who are all surgeons yeah and their dad makes toys and they have this idea to bring like chinese culture to the west yeah and market it and it's like and it's honestly like as a business idea it is very in line with a lot of the business practices that were going on back then like turning pieces of like asian culture into like merchandising opportunities yeah like ninjas and like when we watched the bionicle movie that was like polynesian culture being appropriated for like lego toys so like it's them doing i mean it's best it's way better that they are like actually chinese yeah and they're bringing these chinese ideas to like a western audience yeah um so like honestly when you put all of the pieces together yeah. and like the idea with like these elemental warriors and this is like when power rangers was huge and there's yeah. five power rangers five kangaroos each of the kangaroos is representing a different element there's the teenage mutant ninja turtles which is like dudes in big prosthetic suits yeah you got prosthetic kangaroos yeah and like avatar the last airbender did not exist yet so like the whole elements thing was actually like a pretty new thing and for them to incorporate virtues as well like when you really sit and think about it it's like this was a pretty good idea
1: no it's genius it's just not executed
0: the best no but
1: i'm like what i'm wondering is like how did they have the connections to all these people
0: mgm i'm sure
1: so, the, oh, so they just like pitched it to MGM and they were like, we'll make it and then yeah. we'll bring in... Okay, that yeah. makes
0: sense. Yeah, and they, I mean, they probably said like, look, like you only have to give this much money because our dad, the toy manufacturer, <laughs> is gonna cover a Hard significant chunk. Toy man. <laughs> yeah, like we want to yeah. make it this certain way in order to make sure that it's made to the way that we want. Like yeah. we're gonna front a ton of the money.
1: You know, I love that. I, I feel like nowadays like it's hard like it's not you can't just can't be like I want to make this movie and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make it and I'm going to figure out how I'm going to get the funding like I think of like Miami Connection yeah like does that happen nowadays like do people just like it's like Tommy Wiseau making the
0: room you know yeah
1: I'm like do people do like do people do that
0: I don't I mean I'm sure like indie filmmaking yeah that's true but like it's it's so not to this extent like there's like, I, I wrote down while we were watching, I'm like, they do not make movies like this. Like, because the the practical effects, like, the fight choreography is actually really, really well made. Yeah. The special effects with, like, there's clearly actors on wires, and they're flying like they're in a wuxia film, which is just so incredibly well done. And you're like, I, like, I, I was just so baffled watching it. Yeah. Because I was like, the people behind this are so incredibly talented. Why does this suck so much?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot.
0: Yeah. I would say it's like, it's the, it's all like the forcibly American elements of this movie that I think yeah. are like the weak points. Like yeah. Ryan being in just the wrong, the wrong land. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally like He's in Tao, yeah. which is this very magical thing. You would think he'd have some like curiosity about the world around him, yeah. and he's literally just like, "My leg works here, football." Yeah, and you're like, like he what? should have been.
0: He, this kid should have been sent to football. Land, yeah, you know?
1: I'm like, he's what is he doing? Yeah,
0: like when he realizes that he can walk, and we, as this is how mm-hmm. we, we said we'd come back to this. Yeah, every time the idea of football is. Br- brought up to him, he loses his mind.
1: Yeah, all, that's all he cares. He's so, like, tunnel-visioned yeah. into football. Yeah. And it's so lame.
0: <laughs> like, he gets attacked by these soldiers as soon as he gets to Tao. Yeah. And you think, and he sees a this giant kangaroo that saved him you'd think he'd be traumatized wondering like (laughs) i want to go home and crying his eyes out but no he's like hey my leg works oh my gosh i'm gonna be a football player blue 42 blue 42 hut hut yeah woo jeffers he takes the ball he goes he scores and And he's doing this in and the middle of a forest.
1: And for a second there, I don't remember at what point, but he's like, he doesn't want to go home. I'm like, well, you're not going to play football there either. Yeah. Like, there
0: is no football.
1: <laughs> so, like, what is your strategy? What's your plan? I don't
0: know. Yeah, he's talking to Alicia at one point, and he's like, and then I'll be a football star. And it's like, yeah. dude. And
1: when people talk to him, they bring up football. like And, like, inspirational, they're like, you'll get a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Or so, like, yeah. there's
0: a scene where Komodo is trying to, like, tempt ryan yeah to the dark side and he's like think about it ryan football (laughs) (laughs) touchdown
1: (laughs) it's so dumb i hate it yeah i hate it so
0: much um and like yeah uh, and so like the while we're on that um this movie's like way more the whole like temptation aspect that they're going with like with the army being like kind of um dependent on this zubrium there's a it's a lot more spicy it's
1: yeah it's very adult there's like two so you have alicia but then there's also like another female character oh
0: yeah her name was insane i looked at it's like barbarocious (sighs) i think was her name
1: (laughs) well they are like all over Komodo and he's just like macking on both of them. Yeah, like
0: straight up, like actually macking on them. Yeah, Yeah. and it's
1: kind of off-putting because it it seems like like, Alicia's character is supposed to kind of like seduce Ryan and she's like older than him. This is a child Like Ryan is a child He's
0: legitimately in middle school Yeah And she's
1: like I don't know Teenager 16 17 17, Around there And it's just like Weird And off-putting Super weird Yeah And I don't know There's just like There's a lot of like Adult tones to it That feel not appropriate For the audience That it's supposed to be for
0: Yeah And I was Crazy about this movie When I was about Four years old (laughs) Four or five years old Yeah no I'm not even kidding I watched this movie so many times growing up that's wild I owned it on VHS and that's what for me this movie was like in league with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three Ninjas Surf Ninjas The Neverending Story hook jumanji i mean it's
1: a mixture of all of those things like
0: this movie was on that shelf yeah of videotapes that i had yeah and so to me this was just like another one of these things and i watched it so many times
1: oh my gosh putting it next to jumanji are you crazy i i know (laughs)
0: jumanji is phenomenal um yeah and like yeah I think the last time I had watched it before this, it had been a while as well since yeah. I'd seen it. But I might have been like 11
1: mm-hmm. or something
0: and watched it and was like just really confused by it. And I was watching it now and I was confused by it. But like I followed the story. But like when I was a kid, oh my gosh, I was like, I'm young, of water. Um, you know, Cute. doing kicks and stuff in the doing air. Doing kicks. <laughs> I think this is like part of why I like kung fu movies yeah. so much. It's yeah. like... This ninja turtles, three ninjas, surf ninjas, power rangers. I mean, it's all there,
1: understandable. That makes sense.
0: And you think that this movie would have been or could have been successful, especially given that like the action choreography is done by like yeah. filmmakers from Hong Kong. Like, they don't have, yeah. I will say, between all of these properties that I just named, this by far has the best action choreography. I will say it has a weird stylistic choice of making all of the action scenes seem to be like half of the frame rate of everything else in the movie. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, they'll have this awesome fight and it's, it's not that it's sometimes it's happening in slow-mo, but other times it's not. Yeah. But it's, it's literally half the frame rate. Yeah. And it's jarring. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all the time. Yeah. And also they do these weird tilt screen shows. Oh yeah. And they get more tilted every time. Yeah, you, like, they do get back back
0: aggressively the, more tilted. Yeah, especially as when it's Master Chung. On. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just inter- it's an interesting choice.
0: Did we clarify that Master Chung like gets fully killed by Komodo oh, at yeah. one point? Yeah, yeah. He that dies. Was, that was traumatic. Yeah. He's got like blood across his face from like Honestly, this epic slash move that Komodo does, like he slices yeah. the air, it slices a boulder, it slices Master Chung. I'm like, wow, that he should be doing that move all the time because yeah. that's a killer move.
1: Yeah, it's also concerning because the warriors are like, gr- like having a whole funeral for him. And I'm like, okay, but the bad guys are still out yeah. there. Does, wait, does all this happen in one day? Pretty much,
0: yeah. Uh, except maybe two days. I think there's a part where Ryan sleeps when he gets there. But, like, no, straight up, like, he yeah. he gets kidnapped. A Master, million times. Sorry, Master Chung <laughs> gets killed by Komodo. Komodo yeah. and kidnaps Ryan. Yeah. Ryan is being held captive. Ryan gets out of there on his own. Because the warriors are, they have a full-blown funeral for Master Chung. Yeah. While like, Ryan What are you all is, doing? Yeah.
1: I'm like, you can grieve Master Chung after yeah. you yeah. save the town, maybe. Yeah. Because otherwise... Everyone will be dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ryan, he gets out of there, and then he shows up at the funeral, and he's like, "Guys, what are you doing?" <laughs> and that's and he's
1: like, I can't read the book. <laughs> I know,
0: yeah. And that's when they have like the whole climactic yeah. fight. Um. So on the note of the whole like half frame rate action scenes thing, I don't know how true this is. Like the sources were not the most reliable. This was on Wikipedia, and I checked the Wikipedia source, and it was like from a review that somebody wrote. But apparently one of the critics at a press screening for this movie struggled so much with that whole half frame rate thing that they actually threw up. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah. What? Which is, like, that's that's wild to me. Um, so that's why I have like, take it with a grain of salt, but yeah. it's on the Wikipedia page, so it's kind of like nobody – at this point in history, like nobody's writing gonna, anything about this movie. Nobody's going to go back yeah. and change that, so it's etched. Like it may as well be <laughs> <is> factual <laughs> at this point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yep. Other two other quick things. Um, Doug Jones, who is basically famous for being the prosthetics guy, anytime you see a Hollywood movie with heavy prosthetics. It's probably Doug Jones under there. Mm. I'm talking like he works with uh, Guillermo del Toro a lot. Mm. So like the Fishman in uh what's it called? The, the wa- shape of water. The shape of water, that's Doug Jones. Um, I've never seen that. The goat dude in Pan's Labyrinth, mm. that's Doug Jones. Uh the Fishman in Hellboy.
1: So many fishmen. Also,
0: yeah, lots of fishmen. Um <laughs> with GDT specifically. Um <laughs> That's Doug Jones. So Doug Jones played one of the, uh, he played Yi, which was one of the kangaroos. Um, the one that doesn't speak specifically. Gotcha. And, yep. Other than that, I just wanted to point out that the guy that did the voice of Yun, I thought his voice sounded familiar. I was like, was that Tahu from the Bionicle movie? Turns out it was. <laughs> <laughs> he also does the voice of Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z.
1: Mmm. Gotcha. I think this will be one of those movies I sh- just like Bionicle I will just throw it out of my brain
0: <laughs> yeah you're like
1: I never saw that
0: I I totally get it I they like it's it's pretty wild yeah um it's it's just a lot yeah i I just I just read one of my notes you remember the part where Komodo asks Ryan to read from the book yeah and Ryan says... He can't read yeah. it. And he says, S happens.
1: I was literally like, what
0: and I he didn't say S. We just we just don't curse on this podcast. So like he you, said the you word fill in the word. Yeah, he says yeah. the word. And it's he says he says that. He says, S happens. And then Alicia's like, S happens? Yeah. And then Komodo's like, S happens. And I'm like, okay, they've said the word at least three times now. Yeah. So immediately I go to IMDb to double check. The movie is rated PG. <laughs> I'm like, all right, with all this sexual energy <laughs> and the cussing and the violence and the, and the talking about killing, I was yeah. like, wow, they still managed a PG rating. Um, but yes, they did make toys. I don't, It wasn't very successful. The The home yeah. video sales, I think, made a few million. I mean, they got my money, apparently, as a kid. Wow. Yeah. Wild movie. Truly. I Like, I'm, as soon as I recalled its existence, I was like, we've got to do a podcast episode. <laughs> and, like, it was way more of a fever dream than I remember.
1: It was insane. I was like, I, my drink has been spiked. <laughs> 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 Something is not, I'm not seeing reality. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Crazy. so if you're interested, check it out. It's free with ads on YouTube. I got a YouTube premium subscription just so I didn't have to watch the ads, but it's not really available anywhere else other than on YouTube. So Yeah. Or Tubi if you're one of those It could uh, be a
1: fun party movie.
0: It could be a fun party. Get Thank some you. friends get
1: some see? friends over. All right. Be like, y'all wanna see the craziest thing ever. Yeah. Put it on. We're
0: gonna watch Warriors of Virtue. Yep. I appreciate you saying that.
1: Yeah. I, I love there's, a good movie like that.
0: There's at least some good here. You
1: know? It's just, so, it's so absurd. Yeah. Like,
0: it, no, it's very absurd. You
1: need a group of people to, don't watch it by yourself because then you'll just be like, what? Yeah. Watch it with a group of people. Yeah. That'll be fun. 100%. Have some drinks. Take shots. Every time he mentions football.
0: Every time he mentions football. That's. <laughs> you might die. You're on to something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make a night of it
0: oh my gosh well yep that's that's everything I had on this movie I mean like yeah I still I can't get over the fact that it's four surgeon brothers like where are you gonna find four surgeon brothers to yeah. begin with but yeah f- and then for them to
1: make it with their toy man dad their toy man dad that's awesome yeah, that's I know. cool
0: I like that like you just if I was them in that position hey we're four surgeon brothers we've clearly got to have money and our dad makes. <laughs> toys and we just yeah. came up with this idea like so that, that's so awesome that they carried that idea through yeah they i'm sure they lost a ton of money but
1: <laughs> i mean they're surgeons they're surgeons
0: yeah that will make them a up. few years yeah
1: mm-hmm. um also this movie's like almost two hours long it's it's an long. hour and
0: 40. I for a children's movie it's pretty I, long i i totally just realized i forgot to bring something up that i think is incredibly important um this movie has a sequel yeah
1: made by the surgeon brothers
0: made by the surgeon brothers um i think maybe not all of them were involved but they did make a sequel in the early 2000s and it was straight to dvd or straight to home video uh it's called warriors of virtue return to Tao, and it actually follows ryan and his friend chucky the kid that was like, hey, let's get out of here. I'll, and then Ryan was like, I got to tell you this crazy story. It follows Ryan and Chucky trying to get back to Tau, And they're a little older, and they're trying to become warriors. And the Warriors of Virtue, instead, I think they probably decided, because they were doing this straight-to-home video, that, uh, like, let's save a little bit of money, not do the whole kangaroos thing, and they just casted people in outfits
1: but it's supposed to be
0: they're not kangaroos they're warriors of virtue and they're all elemental different warriors they're just they're just people it's a straight it's a straight to home dvd uh video movie so like don't think about it i don't know if in the movie they i didn't watch that movie obviously but I i don't know if they explain it in the movie where they're like oh we were kangaroos but we're humans now or if they just acts like they just sweep that fact under the rug and they're like, "Hey Ryan, look, it's me Yun again and it's just a dude in a blue outfit because <laughs> he represents water."
1: Well, um, I think it's safe to say these brothers are just doing this for the fun of it and not for the money. They because must be If you decide after only making 6 million and you spent 30 million to make a sequel, that's know, straight like to they, home video. I you're know. just doing this for because you enjoy it.
0: I mean, they they had to have been passionate about it yeah yeah I mean which is great for like, them it's a good idea and that's what like me as a child was clearly the target market yeah and I'm glad that it reached me
1: yeah
0: I guess that's like all I can say <laughs> <laughs> anyway um that's it that's all I got cool
1: well let's get into our assignment
0: all right should I go first? If you want to. All right. I have two options. And I have a first option, and I'm going to propose it to you. You can say no, because it might not fit within the boundaries of our rules for assignments. So you can feel free to say no. It'll make sense in a second. Okay. Um, you can feel free to say no, because I have a backup option. Okay. So we just finished watching a season of Survivor. So it's a good time for us to start another season of Survivor. So I thought because you haven't seen it, it could be pretty cool to watch the very first season of Survivor. Mm. What do you think? Hmm. You could say no. I would just say like it's just for the sheer fact that it's so different than the rest of the seasons of Survivor. yeah and uh, I don't know maybe maybe not just because the like people listening. Might not get as much out of it. It would be very specific to us.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know.
0: All right. We'll, Maybe we'll, we'll save we'll, that. Let's for, say, yeah, save it. We'll, we'll have out, to let's talk about Yeah, yeah. It's out in the air now. Yeah, I gotta yeah. think
1: on it a little bit more. Listener,
0: if you want that episode, uh, please chime in in the comments and we'll do yeah. it. Yeah,
1: that's just that's my fear is that we have so many like insiders of like just from our experience of watching Survivor. That's true. That I feel like. The audience It could be
0: be, It would probably be tough Yeah Yeah.
1: I don't know If if everyone else Would connect with it In the way that we are
0: Okay Then I guess I would say It would be a lot of fun For us to watch The first season of Survivor At some point Yeah If we're not gonna do it For the podcast Yeah Then I'd like to wait Um, (laughs) Sounds good (laughs) And let's just watch The next season That we were already Planning on watching Okay Alright so then In that case My backup was uh, John Carpenter's The Thing
1: Oh Yeah Okay Starring Kurt Russell Okay yeah interesting a little like horror right
0: yeah yeah and it's a John Carpenter movie oh uh, yeah which we Halloween, Halloween yeah. uh Escape from New York
1: yeah yeah
0: okay okay yeah I love John Carpenter's movies
1: I just like cause in like opening credits it's like everything's done by John Carpenter yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like wow they, They're so they're
0: so specifically <laughs> John Carpenter it's it's a lot of I love yeah it's gonna be a good time
1: got you okay So I we've been having a lot of like teenage nostalgia this past week. So I wanted to give you a movie that I feel like embodies that. Um, So I'm gonna give you Empire Records.
0: Okay, who's in that?
1: Liv Tyler. um, What's the Renee Zegweiler or whatever? Zegweiler. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. What is her name?
0: Renee Zellweger.
1: There we. I was close. I think I I think I swapped a few like
0: I can't even remember what you just said. <laughs>
1: zeg Weiler. Yeah,
0: zeg Weiler.
1: <laughs> Whatever. That's um yikes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I've,
0: I've heard of this movie. Yeah. I'm like I'm trying to make sure I haven't seen it. It's but. a very
1: teenagey. Okay. It's 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 kind of one of those movies where like not much happens, but it's just like it gives a sense of like nostalgia. Okay. You know?
0: Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So then next week we'll be watching The Thing and Empire Records. Empire Records. I'm
1: pretty go. excited. I'm excited to watch The Thing.
0: You should be. It's
1: a great movie. I know. I kind of want to watch it tonight. But Whatever. maybe uh, it's too early. I might
0: want to play some Zelda. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, all right. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Next week we'll be doing the thing and Empire Records. Yeah. And I hope my phone caught all of this on video because it's not plugged in. <laughs> yeah, it's really hot outside right now. Oh yeah. Um, so
1: we should have turned on the fan.
0: Yep. Oh. There was a fan the whole time. Yep. Um, all right. We'll catch you next time. I am sweating for signing You're out.
1: You're right in the sun. I, know. I told you if you wanted to sit over here.
0: It's okay. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.